where the mole comes up and you whack it, and then it comes up over here and you whack it. I feel that's the hotels. They We've come talked up with about a getting right one of those here. Yeah. There are certain days in this industry you need, you need to, to just be able to beat on something. But that's the hotels. They <laughs> whack some price down or their costs, and they come up with a new one. Welcome to this week's edition of the Weekly Travel Alert. This is an exciting session today, Paul. We're talking about travel predictions for 2024. And as we learned in our last podcast, this year, 2024, is the year of the upgrade for travelers. And I say living your life with gusto. For the last 20 plus years, I've been putting together a list, Paul, of the top travel predictions and I found that I can usually hit on 70% or more of my predictions come true, and 30% are pretty big dogs. <laughs> and so you're going to help me point out those dogs today. But let's get started. Ready to go? Let's go. All right, number one on this week's uh, weekly travel alert. Actually, it's number 16 because we did 15 last week. It reads, Airlines will launch hidden fuel surcharge fees to generate revenue and hide extra costs. Paul, I hope this doesn't happen, and I hope I'm wrong. But what we've seen is uh, airlines, especially in Europe, have charged these fuel surcharges. If I buy a ticket, a frequent flyer ticket on Lufthansa, they will charge me $1,000 in fuel surcharge fees on that business class ticket that I bought for free. Yeah. <laughs> My free ticket is 1000 bucks. So they figured out, add a fuel surcharge, and they're doing that on regular tickets and, uh, and also frequent flyer tickets. Now, I think the U.S. carriers are going to smarten up and say, hey, I, I need some more revenue. How am I going to get it? Boom, put on a fuel surcharge. Yeah, I think that's the uh, the, the reality is is – as we talked about in the last episode, is the airlines are going to struggle in 2024, yeah, potentially financially. So they're going to be doing everything they can to try to uh, to cover some of those expenses that they've got. So, you know, it would be interesting if at some point, what do they do, you know, if they've got to cover, you know, some of their additional personnel expenses? Yeah. That's been the most impacted. Oh That's what's driving their, uh, their potential challenges on the horizon. So do they come up with things that are surcharges that, uh, that are going to help them there, too? You bet the next headline number 17 reads, travel to Europe will cost almost 10% more in 2024 as the U.S. dollar slides. Paul, we've seen even in the last two months, the dollar went from almost parity to the euro to about a dollar ten today. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean for a traveler going to Europe? It means that 200 a euro hotel three months ago was $200. It means that 200 euro a hotel today in Europe is 220 mm -hmm. US dollars. So just by the European, the euro to the dollar uh, currency change means it's more expensive this year to go to Europe by almost 10%. Yeah, no, I think, and there are different strategies you can take to this, but I was just chatting with somebody about this last week where, you know, when I go to Europe and I come back, rather than changing my currency back, I just keep it because yeah. you never know how that fluctuation is going to go. <laughs> so if we would ever get back to parity, that'd be a great time to, to buy. But, uh, you know, that's uh, something to consider is when you go, uh, come back, don't, don't pay those fees for currency conversion. Keep that because at some point it might be worth more than it is today. The next headline in this week's weekly Traveler, which is our 2024 
travel prediction show is number 18, and this is a fun one. Forget selfie sticks this year. It's drones, drones, drones. Paul, have you ever seen the new cool DJI um, a Mini 4? It basically fits in your hands. You can have it in your back pocket, launch it anytime, and it can take pictures all around you. I think people are going to get rid of their selfie sticks and come in with some cool drone footage when they send it back to mom and dad. I, I, I'm sure you're right, but I hope it doesn't become overwhelming. Oh, yeah. Because that's an annoyance and a privacy thing. Yeah, you know, that's I true. Think one of those things that, uh, that people will get annoyed with very quickly. So you hope this one doesn't come I, true. You know, even I've got a drone and I, I will play with it. But I really think that the privacy aspect of that is something that will make it so that people will get fed up with it pretty quickly. Yeah, I like how they've shrunk them. So they're basically fitting this in the palm of your hand and they can go for 30 minutes. And it's yeah. so cool. We're going to have to have a session. We might have to play on with one DJI of those. DJI yep. drones. What do there you say? We go. Okay. Number 19 in this week's Weekly Traveler, which is our travel industry predictions. We're only doing 15 of these today. We did 1 through 15 last week. We're doing 16 through 30 today. Number 19 reads, people want to deep dive into destinations in 2024 and not feel like a tourist. So travelers, they're craving this authentic experiences. They want to see the main tourist stuff. But more and more, they're turning to boutique hotels, private villas, unique experiences, even a chef coming into the villa to, to, to show you how to make pasta. Um, they just really are focusing on, they want to understand the history, the culture. They want to feel like a local. And then we're seeing private guides as well, which kind of helps with that, is if you don't have that, you've got somebody there to give you that guidance. So you know, I thought it was interesting when we were over in um, Italy, you know, one of the guys had done some research and come to realize that the uh, – the jail that the Apostle Paul had written a couple books of the Bible from was located right there in Rome. And so just, you know, things like that that I don't think about. But right. people are putting a lot more effort into, while I'm there, how do I maximize that return time, on time? Time the history I'm and the culture. guy that I just get on an airplane, make sure I have a place to sleep. Get there, do the hop on, hop off bus, and then figure out the rest of my plans from there. So a, this will be mean, a challenge for me. Okay. Um, but, uh, but no, I, I do think... And, and going to how do you maximize the return on the investment? You know, if the prices are going to go up, you want to get the most that you can out of the experience. So that's a great way to do it is to, to be prepared. Headline number 20 on this week's Weekly Traveler reads, airlines will offer fewer flights, but more airline seats. Paul, this is amazing. The airports are reporting there are 9% fewer scheduled flights, but they've taken those smaller jets and they're moving to bigger ones and actually have 4% more seats. So they almost have 10% fewer flights and 5% more seats, which is great for the traveler, I think. You know, the hope would be is that planes won't be so full. Right. You know, if you're if we're sitting in the back of a plane, it'd be nice to have a little extra, an empty seat next to you every now and then. Because you get stuck in that middle seat, you got somebody my size on each side of you, it's not comfortable for that anyone. That is fun. So, that is fun. So, and, and, you know, that's the other thing is, is <laughs> the airlines are starting to get a little bit tougher regarding being in the class of service you paid for. Right. But if the planes aren't full, and I know you do this a lot, is you'll go find that row in the very back that nobody's sitting is in. Empty. You can always go backwards. And yeah. so I think that's the other reality is everybody wants to sit up closer to the front. But if you're not in a hurry, you got carry-on bags or you got a checked bag you're going to have to wait for anyway, go to the back of the plane and find that extra space. 
that'd be nice to see empty seats again. Headline number 21 in this week's travel predictions for 2024 reads, don't fly Frontier, Spirit, or Allegiant during the holidays or risk being stranded for four days or more. Paul, these low-cost carriers, you know, a lot of people are using them, but if you fly them and that flight cancels or mechanicals, and all the rest of the flights that week are full. Guess what? Yeah. You're stuck. Because uh, nobody's going to take your ticket. They don't have the partnerships that the big three have yeah. to where if something happens on, say, United, that they'll cover you on a Delta flight to get you home. So I think that's uh, that's a lot of what had the negative impact and got uh, negative publicity last year over the Christmas season with Southwest. Was there a similar boat, but at least they have more flights operating. So, But, yeah, it's one where – there's a liability that uh, you're taking on if you're going to travel one of those low-cost carriers. The next headline in this week's Weekly Traveler, which is our 2024 Travel Predictions Edition, reads, Airport parking will cost more than the plane ticket. Paul, I about fell out of my chair when I got done with a 10-day trip. The parking was $220. My goodness, that that costs more than some plane tickets do. So the parking is just prices have gone up and up and up. And so, uh, you know, you can buy sometimes a $59 special on on Southwest uh, or an $89 special. So uh, it's amazing how high uh, parking. Now, some people are looking at taking an Uber to the airport. They can get a $20 Uber. And twenty dollars back is forty bucks still compared to two two hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, I think you actually have to think about parking now. You know, yeah, you got to think good. about the offsite parking options, and a lot of it for me comes down to what season are we in. You know, are we in thunderstorm season where we might get a hailstorm? Well, if that's the case, then it might be worth parking in the garage so you don't come home to. We had an employee one time; she got back to the Omaha airport, and a hailstorm had come through with softball size hail, and she had most of the windows knocked out of her car. So, don't want to deal with that mess. No. But you know, if it's a uh, a fall that uh, there's nothing on the the weather outlook when you uh, leave. And definitely you can save almost 75% if you go pay that $6 a day at the offsite parking. The headline number 23 in this week's 2024 travel predictions reads, Americans are traveling to destinations near the war in Ukraine without blinking an eye. Well, it's just hard to believe. It's like the, the war in Ukraine and Russia isn't even on the radar screen of a lot of people anymore. They're li- literally will- willing to go to countries right next to Ukraine, travel like to Istanbul and and around. So uh, it just seems like that's Americans forget really quickly. (laughs) And uh, what's top front page one day, a month later, the Americans have it completely out of their mind. So the war isn't really even affecting them. Yeah, I think people just get numb to it. Um, I think it's something where, you know, you realize there's still an issue going on, but it's not the top headline anymore so people uh, people don't keep tabs on what's going on so that can be good and bad because i think the the headlines often drive fear and emotions and and uh but the reality is 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 you know you are safe over there in sure. places that are close and so you know why not go and enjoy them you actually get a great value potentially because there will be some people that are going to be more sensitive to that the headline number 24 reads you will have more fun walking in the Walmart parking lot than cruising to Nassau. Paul, you and I got off of a cruise ship in Nassau several about months ago. a year ago. A year ago, right year ago yep, yeah. Yep. And we, we got off with the massive 30,000 people getting off of cruise ships. You know, it, it 
took a long time just to get through security off the ship. And then we're sitting in everything is full, massive walking along the sidewalks. Like it was like same. Disney World. Yeah, a little I mean, bit. It, of, was, it felt like Disney World. But it was no fun. And I thought, why would I ever recommend somebody go to Nassau or on a cruise to Nassau unless they were they wanted pain and suffering because it was just no fun. You couldn't get into a restaurant. You couldn't get into a bar. I mean, you could get to the straw market, do some of those things that if you haven't done them before, they could be enjoyable. And I think you even taught uh, your nephews how to negotiate a little bit on, on some right. of that. Or your grandkids, uh, grandsons, how to negotiate a little bit in that straw market. So there was some fun there. But six cruise ships that each held four to 5,000 guests all getting off at the same time in the same port. And Nassau's not very big. There's not a whole lot to do. So it was not enjoyable. It was how can we get back on the ship and just relax and get away from that crowd as quickly as possible. Headline number 25 on this week's Weekly Traveler. This is, ladies and gentlemen, our 2024 travel predictions. I'm on number 25. We've actually put together, Paul, 60 of them this year. And this one uh, uh, reads as follows. Hotels will find new ways to hide new fees if the government prohibits resort fees. And, you know, I hate resort fees. Those $25 fees that you get to the counter and they say, oh, by the way, we need to add this to your bill. Uh, And it seems like there's an old video game called Whack-A-Mole. It's actually in arcades where the mole comes up and you whack it, and then it comes up over here and you whack it. I feel that's the hotels. Oh, they come up with a fee right here. one of those here. Yeah. There are certain we, days in this industry you need, you need to just be able to beat on something. But that's the hotels. They <laughs> whack some price down or their costs, and they come up with a new one. And I know one of our week, next weekly travel alerts will share with a cost that people aren't going to like. We'll save that for next week. But one of the things, once again, is uh, I'm sure they're going to come up with some way to find new fees and uh, that's not good for the traveler to be surprised at the counter. Yeah, why can't we just be transparent Absolutely. so people can see an apple and compare it to an apple and, and make it so that there aren't those frustrations? I mean, at the end of the day, why would you want to do something that's going to make your client and spending their money with you frustrated? Yeah. You know, that's it's simple to me. I don't know why our industry and, and these vendors can't comprehend that. Headline number 26 reads, airlines will finally put the nail in coffin for change fees in 2024 paul this can i say hallelujah this is great news that 200 dollars change fee that we had before the pandemic that united delta and american all charged went away during the pandemic and now united is coming back saying we're never going to charge it again and delta and american have gone along because united is their competition i think it's pretty well seen its last uh, move because people know that if they are prevented from traveling, they don't want to pay 200 bucks and they couldn't during COVID. But so I think that's gone. I think, uh, you know, a big piece of that, it comes with, with cash flow too, is something if you have any questions about if you're going to do something and have any changes, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to, to buy it early if you're not certain about that. So I think, uh, I think they have to do it just for, for financial reasons. They get rid of that. That way people will buy the ticket 60 days in advance instead of waiting until 14 days in advance. And they've got your money for 
three times as long. Number 27, the headline this week reads, Travelers will finally get rid of the chain around their neck and leave the jumbo suitcase at home, Paul, and simplify travel by taking carry-on luggage only in 2024. Uh, If I was a preacher, this is what I'd be preaching to travelers, is don't take and check on that luggage. It just is a chain around your neck. Pack in a carry-on and do laundry if you need to. But let's face it, every time, even when I do a carry-on, Paul, I always have half of the stuff I put in there I never use when I get home. So go light, and you'll have a much better trip. I think uh, there are times where I agree with that, and there are other times that I don't. I think uh, it's one where... You know, sometimes it's nice if you're doing some long layovers and things to not have to worry about carrying that right. extra bag around. So I, I kind of flip-flop on that one. But for the most part, I, I agree. You know, if you're moving through airports quickly um, and you can get it all into that duffel bag, I do a duffel bag when I'm doing my carry-on so it'll squish down into most overhead compartments. Um, the other thing that, that I take into consideration with that is if – it's not going to fit into the overhead, you know, do I want to deal with standing on the jet bridge and dealing with that too? So, cause I'm not a guy, I need the leg room. I don't want to have something that I've got to put underneath the seat in front of me. So th- I think there are some different perspectives to consider with that one. Yeah. Well, the other thing, I, I don't think many people think about doing laundry yeah. when they're traveling, but most hotels have laundry and you can even get a laundry service in most cities to come get your laundry and bring it back to you. So think about that in 2024. The next headline in this week's Weekly Traveler reads, Is this the year Hertz and Avis Car Rental finally start offering no-show fees? They're trying to figure out how to generate revenue. Now, for the last 10 years or 11 years, uh, these companies have suggested they were going to put that in. And then National Rental Car, which you and I use a lot, said no way and they're the biggest so these other guys are afraid to do it if national doesn't do it but national says that's not how we operate we're not going to do no-show fees but they could generate billions of dollars so that's why i always put it on my predictions that will that ugly thing raise its head in in 2024 it's the only aspect of travel that doesn't have some sort of penalty that's you just don't show up you know your hotel charges a no-show fee if you don't cancel so far in advance and when they're dealing with inventory challenges anyway why wouldn't they just so it encourages somebody to take a look and say i'm not going to use that i better call and cancel it so they know we've got this so we can put somebody else into so it only makes sense to me and for 30 years i've wondered why when everybody else in this industry is not out anything if you if you don't show up why have the car rental companies not gone that route well that's my prediction let's see if it holds true number 29 in this week's travel predictions for 2024 reads the travel industry in 2024 is full speed ahead Paul, we've seen Israel and Ukraine and uh, inflation and elections and interest rates and all those things. Despite all that negative, man, people are traveling and they're going to travel in 2024. Even if we see a little recession or interest rates stay high or unemployment starts popping up, they're still traveling. We've seen travel is now part of our ingrained culture. It really is. It's part of our lifestyle. So it's going to continue in 2024. It's exciting. You know, it's one of those things that when you've got that trip on the horizon, it's something to look forward to. So I think that's that's something that, that uh, emotionally 
connects with people. Travel is an emotional thing. So when you can have that positive emotion tied to something that's on the horizon, whether it be, you know, going to LA with the family for the, the weekend or whether it be that big cruise this next summer, it's something that's got a positive emotion tied to it. So there, there's no reason why it shouldn't be full speed ahead. Prediction number 30 reads as follows. A funny prediction, Paul. The airlines will start charging for emotional baggage in 2024. Paul, this is my attempt at humor, but they charge for everything else. Why not emotional baggage? Actually, throughout the last two predictions, we've talked about all the ways that airlines, hotels, and other people are charging the consumer, hidden fees and other things. And uh, so let's hope 2024 actually doesn't have any new hidden fees or any new charges. Yep. Let's, uh, fingers crossed, prayers said, let's uh, hope that some of these don't come true. It'd be nice uh, if you're... Uh, success rate maybe was lower on some of these that are, are increases. But uh, you know, the nice thing is, is, is it's a bright future in travel. Travel's got uh, a lot of great things. The world has a lot to offer. Um, and, and the time is, is, is great to do it. So 2024 should be a year that people focus on getting out there, exploring, um, you know, hopefully, as, as we've talked about, hopefully there aren't too many negatives on the financial side, whether that be with the economy or with politics and the election coming up uh, unemployment there's some things that are that are out there but uh no let's do what we can to, to try to make 2024 something fun and exciting and have travel be a part of that ladies and gentlemen we've had a blast sharing with you our top 30 travel predictions for 2024 uh, last week we had the first 15 this week the next 15 guess what paul we've got 15, we got 15 more, more 15 more next week <laughs> And uh, we're having fun putting these predictions together. We've gotten over 70% correct. We'll see how many come true this year. Thanks for joining us this year. We look forward to seeing you next week. We hope you'll join us for the next 15 predictions for travel in 2024. Yeah, please like, subscribe, share, and add any comments for future topics. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next week.